0: of Independence, a show in which we hide our ill-gotten gains in a giant ceramic bulldog.
1: Very nice. Do you have an alt? No.
0: Great. Let's get to it then.
1: My name's Callum. I'm Chelsea. And this time we watched Matchstick Men.
0: Matchstick Men, who are not men made of matchsticks. It's
1: not a uh, biopic of Lowry, the northern painter, what? He did matchstick men. He did paintings of the, there's a song. Okay. It's a thing. Google it. You
0: know I don't know pop culture. The no, only pop, pop culture I know is from you.
1: Lowry but... isn't pop culture. Oh,
0: Lowry. I thought you said Larry.
1: No, the Lowry. Was like who's
0: Larry the painter? D- I thought it was of, some like kids thing. All of his paintings right.
1: are little Lowry. like matchstick men. Okay. That's how they're described. Okay. When you type matchstick men into mm. Google, this film is the second hit because of Larry.
0: I thought you said Larry. No,
1: <laughs> I didn't say Larry. So
0: I thought what you were saying was there was like a kid's, like in the style of Bob Ross or um, Art Attack Man.
1: Neil, Neil Buchanan. Neil Buchanan. Is two interesting Neil Buchanan facts. He is. is the lead singer of an ACDC tribute act, I believe. What? Or something along those lines.
0: or like a parody
1: act but he's a hard rock musician great and also last year or the year before he had to officially like dispel the rumor that he was banksy because Uh (laughs) there was this rumor going around online that everyone thought he was banksy i mean and he he had to go on he had to go on twitter and be like i'm not banksy but
0: that's exactly what banksy would say is it yeah
1: there you go maybe he is Anyway. Um as you can tell, Man.
0: we're a little bit hyper because we actually got to watch a film that was good. Yeah, it's a very it's, good it's film an enjoyable I told. Film. This
1: was my pick. I picked a good film for us.
0: Yeah, sorry. I'm still sad about Deadfall.
1: Deadfall. Dreadful. Dreadful. Oi. Okay doke. So tell us a little bit about Matchstick Men.
0: Oh, why why do I always forget this part is coming? I don't prepare for this.
1: No, part. you don't.
0: Um so, Nicolas Cage and Sam Rockwell are con artists. Yes. They're taking people for all the money they can get. But Nicolas Cage also has potentially OCD.
1: Yeah, it's never fully addressed what his condition is, but he is...
0: For f- reasons we shall explain later in the non-spoiler-free segment of the show. Yeah,
1: he's he's very um, neurotic and...
0: He's got tics. He, tics. he has a lot of... Um, Cleaning ticks and having to shut the door three times. Displaying, displaying
1: sort of OCD-like symptoms. Yeah, I think it's probably the best way to say it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and so they arrange a a big con, big con with big white whale man with lots of money. Mm -hmm. They're going to take him for all he's worth. Uh, At the same time, Nicolas Cage discovers he has a daughter. Yes. From his ex-wife. Yes. And I can't say much more...
1: It's a con film. ...without
0: doing lots of spoilers. So for this one, because it's actually a good film... Mm,
1: I would recommend people watch this. ...and it does sort
0: of rely on the storyline not being spoiled for you. Yes. We're going to chat for a bit, spoiler-free, hopefully. Yeah. And then we'll come to a point where we'll tell you to turn it off if you want to watch this film.
1: Yeah, we'll do like a cut-off point and, and sort of advise you... So we're going to try and keep this sort of first half of the podcast spoiler free.
0: Which is going to be hard because I feel so gloaty about the fact that I actually, within (laughs) the first 10 minutes, I was like, I've got it. I know what's going on.
1: We're going to keep it at least kind of like twist free. Twist free. Twist free. Yeah. I think is the best way to do it. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we'll probably talk about the first maybe like half hour of the film. Well, probably a bit. I was about to say first
1: first like, you know, hour and a half of the film pretty much.
0: Okay, so what do you want to talk about?
1: Nicolas Cage is fucking great in this film.
0: Yeah, he's, like, really watchable.
1: Watchable, um, playing an incredibly large character like you want from Nicolas Cage, but doing a very nuanced performance of it. It's fun. It's likeable.
0: I know, it's sickening.
1: Um, I
0: don't know what to do about it. I'm very confused. Uh, I've really enjoyed watching yeah, him perform.
1: He's doing a good job. Think of it this way. Sam Rockwell, who is second lead, co-star yeah. in the film, is one of my favourite actors. Uh, an actor that I call a 27 percenter. So you put him in any film, Sam Rockwell, yeah. and he makes that film 27% better just by wait, being wait,
0: there. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait. Any film. Where
0: is the maths? Any- Show me your working. But you
1: know what I mean. You just put him in anything, and you instantly go. Well, at least it's going to be. Yeah. No. Decent.
0: No, I get that. Why twenty seven percent? Where seems,
1: is? Seems like the right number.
0: Wow, you heard it here first, folks. Science.
1: Science. But he's a great. I I adore Sam Rockwell. There's like there's something about his charisma and his energy that is completely watchable, and. I just, I I think he's a fantastic performer. Mm -hmm. Nicolas Cage, I I don't care particularly about what Sam Rockwell's doing in this film for the majority of it. Yeah, he's just kind of there. Because Nicolas Cage is better in this film (laughs) than Sam Rockwell. Oh
0: my god, he just said Nicolas Cage was better than Sam Rockwell.
1: Nicolas Cage is brilliant in this film.
0: He is good. He's very good.
1: And he supports this. whole. This film would not work half as well. If it wasn't for the fact that Nicolas Cage, um Alison Lohman, and Sam Rockwell's performances are are brilliant.
0: Yeah, I mean
1: Are all on point.
0: The storyline is fairly cheesy, I would say. The, if the, you separate it from the performances. Mm. It's a good script, I think. Yeah. But it's it's pretty basic. The the,
1: the two kind of elements of the script. So you've kind of got a con a a traditional sort of small con film going Mm -hmm. on and then the the father-daughter relationship film going on and they're very very sort of stereotypical cons and relationship drama like like frothy relationship drama Mm -hmm. the fact that they're mixed together is what makes it fun Mm -hmm. and yeah because because all of the performances are are so solid and that they get that balance so, so balanced between the two aspects of the film.
0: Sorry. She I'm doesn't laughing. like it. She I'm laughs at, at me. i laughing at the phrase, you've got the balance so balanced.
1: The balance is so balanced. She laughs, laughs at me when I try and talk about films <laughs> properly, and I don't just go, I do, boo, and make like comments about Because that's because how Cage's I understand films. <laughs>
0: I only understand films in a very superficial way. Yeah, I'm not bothered about film studies. I'm sorry.
1: I'm not either, but I just like to pretend I am. (laughs) But the so the film is the balance of the film is very balanced.
0: Very balanced.
1: Put that on the DVD cover.
0: We're very stable geniuses here.
1: But yeah, it's it's a it's a good film. Yeah, well well made. Partly because it's got a very good director behind it. Yes. It's directed by Ridley Scott.
0: Yeah, can't go far wrong. Really. No, can it, you?
1: exactly. It, he's a good, capable pair of hands. Um, originally, it was offered to uh, Robert Zemeckis.
0: Oh, because he's an executive producer. Yes. It?
1: Um. Oh, that
0: would have probably, potentially been a different film. It would though. have probably
1: worked, but mm-hmm. it, it might have been different. Um, I don't think it would have been so stylish necessarily
0: yeah it was it was pretty stylish i think the thing with cons and that sort of italian american vibe that nicholas cage has is it works so well with the sort of music they had going Mm, on mm -hmm. particularly with that sort of old-fashioned 90s look and the frank sinatra of it all it it really it works really well it's
1: yeah and then they also offered it to um spielberg but really? he, wanted, he dropped out because he wanted to do another con film, Catch Me If You Can.
0: Ah, oh, I so see. So that's
1: interesting. I, I think I think Catch Me If You Can, I think that's the right decision yeah. for Spielberg. Catch Me If You Can has that period aesthetic, which is much more interesting. Whereas this is very much, it's modern, early uh, early 2000s. I think this is like 2003. Uh-huh. So it's kind of, it is when it's set um
0: i just on that note um alison Lohman, mm-hmm. nicholas cage's daughter
1: yes in the film yeah
0: for most of the film she's wearing those like plastic butterfly clips yep in her hair yeah it's such strong waves of nostalgia she specifically has, for those she
1: has those um bright plastic pink sort of squared sunglasses yeah at one point and the denim
0: the, dress at the end of the film Yes, she yes, and in she's dress. I was like, wow. It's, this was it's a this look. was a mood. It's a look. Yeah.
1: Um but on on Ridley Scott
0: mm-hmm.
1: parts of Sorry,
0: yeah, let's take it back to the serious chat. No more hair clip shit.
1: This feels like it was directed by his brother. Which might not mean anything to you. No. Tony Scott is another filmmaker. I want to say brother. I'm not 100% sure. They might <laughs> okay. be related but they're related. Uh-huh. And um, all of the stuff that they use to sort of, um, towards the beginning of the film, to highlight Nicolas Cage's character's sort of condition, his psychosis, his OCD, whatever it's Mm going to be called, that kind of like uh, cranked camera camera frame rate Mm -hmm. where it kind of jitters about and stuff like that, that's all very much like his brother. And what just, has his brother done? Um, his brother, Man on Fire, Deja Vu, um, something called Kira Knightley in Domino. Um, he's she's a she's a he's um he's an action film director. Oh,
0: that'll be why. So, I've not heard of many of these films.
1: The be, um the thing that will most tell you what Tony Scott's style is like, yeah. is the. The final shootout in Hot Fuzz... Right. ...when they're in the town square... Yeah, yeah. ...and they're doing... That's, like, shot like a Tony Scott okay. would shoot it. Okay,
0: okay, yeah.
1: So it's kind of Michael Bayish, but a bit less bombastic, and it's all this sort of hand-cranked in-camera action.
0: Okay, I see. So ha- hand-cranked
1: it. means that the film is ran through literally with a hand cranking it to dis- determine the speed... Mm -hmm. so that you get this kind of weird flickery effect where it runs normal speed and then slightly too fast and then normal speed and slightly too fast, Mm -hmm. and you get that. Cool. But there's lots of that in this film, which, again, adds to that fun style of it.
0: I'm sorry I was such a saint before, and I'm, I'm such a prick now!
1: Have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beaten until you pissed blood? No. Good, okay.
0: Because I'm not a dickhead.
1: <laughs> it's his best moment in the... It's the most Cage moment in the film.
0: Hold on. Are you doing a glass Nicholas Cage of emotion before we've announced the segment? Yes. This is subterfuge. Yes. Subterfuge. I just, I
1: just wanted to ask you the question, that sort of all. <laughs> without you knowing where I was going with it. But yes.
0: No, it, I haven't. You
1: no, know I haven't. It's great.
0: I'm too much of a nerd for that to ever be a worry for me
1: no me neither anyway Nicolas cage does this line when he uh and this was your nomination as well surely
0: well i have a second pick now that you've oh i I think i know what your second
1: pick is as well but um he goes to the pharmacy to get more medication for his condition and has a little freak out in the queue because a guy says, you're cutting in queue, and he turns around and shouts this at him.
0: Ever heard of a line? Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and be until you pissed? Blood! Uh, No, no. The man in the queue says, hey, buddy, you ever heard of a line? (laughs) You ever heard of waiting in line? (laughs) And Nicolas Cage then replies. Ever heard of a
1: line? Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and be until you pissed? Blood! it's top
0: oh i thought you were gonna do the. no we're I'm not doing the bit no i'm
1: playing the oh, bit oh i was
0: okay oh right
1: i'm playing the bit in
0: i i thought we were live playing the bit no
1: when i'm when we this shows you how much you don't listen to the podcast i know you, once put, I've I edited know
0: you put clips in
1: because i put the clips in
0: <laughs> i know you
1: don't need to do it's it it's just
0: the way you were looking at me i thought you were waiting no, for I'm... me to put the...
1: <laughs> i was leaving the gap there so that i would edit the clip in
0: Right. We should leave this in. This is quality chat.
1: So what's your suggestion for Help, I'm Trapped in a glass of wow, Cage of emotion? Of seg- he Motion. doesn't know
0: the name of the segment. I don't know. Fucking segments. The audacity.
1: Fucking segments. What's your highlight, Nicolas Cage performance highlight?
0: Well, since uh, you've already taken away the pissing blood pharmacy line yeah, section. it's great. Um... There's a point early in the film where he tells off his daughter, yes, for the first time because he realizes he has to be a dad at some point, I suppose, um, and he just sort of very it's very quick, he just goes off on her and he says, "You're a nosy Parker, and shame on you
1: and when he says shame on you he um. He's, like, rubbing his two fingers together. Like, he's trying to start a fire.
0: Like, um, like in Shape of Water.
1: Yeah, like, like, egg. Like the, the ASL for egg. Egg, yeah. Um, it's just, it's great. It's more moments of his performance being fantastic. Yeah. And it's one of those ones where, because the film fits Nicolas Cage's performance style. Yeah. It works. He's not having to crowbar in his... His strange performance style. This film feels catered towards him. I don't know who else you would cast Mm. in this role.
0: Ooh, good question. Who else would I cast in that role?
1: Timothy Chalamet. He's in everything nowadays. Jesus
0: Christ. He would look younger than the daughter. I'm
1: joking.
0: No, I know. (laughs) I get that.
1: It's tough, right? It's
0: really tough. I'm not... Yeah. But then... I'm really bad at this anyway. I, I could not work in casting.
1: Yeah. um, Because it, cause, cause it's written for him. It fe- It's not, right. but it feels like it is.
0: Because I was kind of going, well, Sam Rockwell could kind of do that part if he was a yeah. bit older yeah. at the time.
1: A current day Sam Rockwell yeah, would be would great in great.
0: it. That's all I've got.
1: <laughs> the other guy. Well, if the you okay, if film. you cast Sam Rockwell as Nicholas Cage, who's going to be, Sam, gonna be Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, and well, don't say Alison Lohman. You can't just keep damn. moving the cast members around.
0: Well, no, it does. One of them has to be a woman because it's a bit of a sausage fest. This movie. It's honestly. a very,
1: it's a very white sausage fest. Right. There's one black guy in mm-hmm. the whole film.
0: No, I would love to see like this is a bit left field as Nicolas Cage yeah viola davis yeah i think it should be great
1: why not i like that
0: also i've been watching a lot of how to get away with murder
1: i i think sam rockwell as nicholas cage
0: no 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 okay here's my pick uh, okay sam uh, not sam rockwell <laughs> you've confused me now sure. viola davis is nicholas cage. cage yeah right Obviously, she can't necessarily have a surprise child, so that's going to have to change the storyline slightly, isn't it?
1: Yes, it will. Yes, but
0: child was adopted. She finds out where it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. 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 Doesn't yeah. have to change a lot. Just changes slightly the backstory. Yeah. Sam Rockwell, young Lucy Lou.
1: Okay, I was gonna go. Sam Rockwell is, um, Nicolas Cage's character Roy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sam Rockwell's character is Stephen Young.
0: Oh, I love him. Because we
1: love Stephen yeah. Young. Any chance to cast Stephen Young yeah, in anything. Yeah, get him in it. We're there. And then, you know, some kid. Some unknown. Some kid. Timothy Chalamet or something like that.
0: <laughs> some unknown Some Timothy unknown. you heard of
1: this guy? <laughs> Timothy Chalamet?
0: <laughs> oh, dear. One um, day we'll do a show where we don't talk about Timothy Chalamet.
1: Rockwell... Yes, is very much doing in this film uh, the Brad Pitt school of acting technique. He
0: he looked like Brad Pitt in this movie. Yeah, something about that early Naughties blonde, frusted tips. Yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, he looks a bit like sort of um, Mr and Mrs Smith era yeah, Pitt. Yeah, but yeah, he's eating uh, All particularly the time. particularly in the first half of the film. He's just any scene he's in he's got a burger or a sandwich he's chucking peanuts into his whatever brad Pitt school of acting
0: mm-hmm.
1: i love it i'm the same any Although, chance i get to eat on stage i'm there
0: this is the hierarchy brad Pitt school of acting is yeah. like pretty decent yeah it's a good technique
1: it's a great technique you can't it,
0: fuck that up it
1: grounds it grounds anything yeah. that's happening
0: helps you stay centred and focus on what you're doing, being in the moment. But then God tier level, way above Danny DeVito peeling an egg on stage and eating it.
1: Yeah. If you haven't seen uh, the video, so I think it's a little interview for I don't know, GQ or you know, an American magazine. He was doing
0: Was it Death of a Salesman? I think so.
1: Something was it not was it not a Pinter?
0: I'm not sure. He I was doing
1: remember. a play on Broadway, like a
0: serious act, like play. like
1: an actual play, not SpongeBob SquarePants the musical. Like, hey,
0: don't come for SpongeBob. It's no, good fun. no,
1: but just you know, not not something based on a film. Mm-hmm. You know, not Frozen on Broadway, like an actual serious
0: white people theater,
1: like an actual white person show, like Hamilton or something. He was <laughs> doing that on Broadway. And there was a scene in which he had to eat an egg on stage. And there's a an, an interview that he did with, like I said, GQ or, you know, one of these kind of wired, you know, th- these kind of magazines that also just do stuff for YouTube now because there's no money in print media. And um, they ask him to do it and he does it. And it's a three minute video of Danny DeVito talking about how he eats an egg on stage every day. And he's fucking glorious. It's proper acting.
0: Yeah, genuine. You know what? Don't worry about Matchstick Men. Go watch that, and then come back to the show.
1: Yeah, Danny DeVito eating an egg is just sublime. I
0: mean, Danny DeVito yeah.
1: is just
0: sublime. Wait, we love here
1: him. we go. Sam Rockwell, and Nicolas Cage's part. Yeah. Stephen Young.
0: Yeah.
1: In uh, Sam Rockwell's, Sam Rockwell's part. part. Danny DeVito in Alison Loman's <laughs> part.
0: <laughs> Yeah, eating an egg. I'd buy it.
1: Rather than a burger eating his an long egg. It's long-lost grandpa. Yeah. He flipped the ages around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. And it's, it's Sam It'll Rockwell finding his dad or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Imagine me and you. I do. Come on. I think about you day and night.
1: It's only right. Come on, sing with me. There's another thing about Cage's performance that works really well in this film. Mm-hmm. And that is a signature Cage Move.
0: Sorry, a signature who move? Cave. Did you nearly call and cave?
1: cave. <laughs> Famous singer songwriter Nick Cave. <laughs> Nick Cage move that he does in this film that we've seen him do multiple times, and I don't know what to call it. Now, when I was taking my notes, I called it the arm push.
0: The arm push.
1: Do you know of this move? Okay, I apologize. Not
0: off of that description. For this,
1: no. I'm just gonna do the move for uh, Chelsea right now.
0: Okay, so what Callum's doing is he's putting his arms. I'm mean, going to audio describe. I
1: mean, I'm please. doing it partly because I'm in a. I'm in, a in a cupboard. cupboard.
0: He's um, holding his arms to his side as if he's about to lift a barbell. Yeah. Right. And then he's very, very quickly thrusting them out in front of him.
1: You've seen him do this. And putting his
0: fingers out.
1: No, not that. Don't worry about the fingers. Oh, okay, sorry. Necessarily. Sorry. But it's he... Not
0: accurate.
1: When Nicolas Cage is. Let me demonstrate. So, as if you were
0: stretching in the morning with your arms forward, but super fast.
1: Let me demonstrate by just sort of saying a piece of dialogue how Nicolas Cage would use this move. Okay. Okay. Right. So, uh, to take for example the famous piece of dialogue from this film, he doesn't use it in this. That's confusing because he doesn't use it at that moment in this film. Right. But it makes sense.
0: I don't have a head for dialogue.
1: So (laughs) let's go. Um, I'll just read something. Um, what have we got around me? I'll just read the back of this super buster move PS2 disc.
0: Our flat is literally covered in books and we're in the one place with no books.
1: Okay. So Nicolas Cage would say this and then punctuate the line by doing the movement. Uh So he'd do bust into a world of bubble bursting, puzzle popping fun. Oh, okay, the like move. a power move. Yeah, he does it a lot. He does this, like, sort of big, sort of... It's like he's punching the air with both of his hands at the same time. Uh-huh. It's like he's trying to expel the energy from his body or, like, push out a demon or something. <laughs> it's an odd move, and I've seen him do it a lot in a lot of the films we've watched. And...
0: I have not necessarily picked up on it. It's
1: almost like a double fist pump.
0: Yes, but You know, like, when him. someone's...
1: Like when a kid's done yeah. something good in a TV show, they go, woo Or a bit like um, Bender at the end of uh, Breakfast Club. <laughs> Don't you forget about me. It's a bit like that, but it's like yeah. double and quick and kind of a bit aggressive. And I punched my <laughs> headphones with my knuckles. Um, And he does it in this film. Uh-huh. Mainly when he's on the phone. There's a bit where he's on the phone trying to get his prescription from his... um.
0: Oh, so I From the new thought, psychiatrist. I thought that was part of his. Um, Ticks. Part of his tick when, yeah. when he's uncontrolled. I think it is. When I think he's he kind of. he doesn't have the medication that yeah. he thinks he needs.
1: I think he's kind of absolved this move that Nicolas Cage normally does uh-huh. and pulled it into his repertoire of his character's tics and movements. Okay. And it's just a really interesting move. And that's why that's why I keep bringing back that this I don't know who you would cast in this film, because it they feel like they've it feels like they've very specifically taken things that Nicolas Cage is known for, Mm -hmm. and built a character that that works with those performance styles and those types.
0: Yeah, I agree. Although I will say, you do know who I would cast. It's Viola Davis. That's who I would cast. She's
1: too serious for it. No!
0: It, oh, it would change would the so... tone of the oh, film, wouldn't no. it? I think it would add another layer. Uh,
1: all I know her from is, um, how, how to get away... How to get away with murder. What
0: you mean is you know her from the two episodes you were in the room while I was yeah. watching and you were looking at your phone.
1: Also, um, How to Get Away with Murder doesn't have a theme tune, so I wrote a theme tune for it. And that, that's it! That's it.
0: Ladies and gentlemen and non-binary people, he is available for jingle writing. Well,
1: next time for they... For all
0: your just, jingle writing the, needs.
1: They're going to reboot How to Get Away with Murder. He's very cheap. And, um... They could use that, couldn't they? I, I
0: don't
1: think they will. Um. Anyway, I think his performance is great. I love him. This has reignited the flame for Nicolas Cage. We should watch The Wicker Man next.
0: Oh no! I know what we're watching
1: next. Oh, you've decided. Oh well, yeah. Okay, is it The crudes?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on TV. I over know. Christmas. We got it on the box. And. We recorded it and now I'm anxious <laughs> to get it off of the box <laughs> so we're gonna watch it.
1: <laughs> I fucking knew it. it's gonna be the crudes. <laughs> okay, so should we get into um spoiler chat? yes a bit
0: spoiler zone
1: so i'm gonna say
0: wow wow klaxons bow, bow,
1: bow. that's <laughs> wrong
0: kind of klaxon
1: that's uh, air horns isn't it <laughs> um yeah thank you very much for listening i don't know maybe they can come back how long are we going to well, chat no, about spoilers i want spoilers? you to come
0: back when you've seen the film <gasps> okay like don't just forget about the rest of this <gasps> What sort of marketing technique is that? Listen to the first 20 minutes of our show and then piss off forever. I
1: mean, I don't care. No one listens.
0: Well, not with that attitude.
1: <laughs> okay. Come back once you've found the film. It's not streaming anywhere. Good luck. <laughs> go go buy it we in a shop. We
0: found it in Poundland. Yeah, but they can't Second go. I
1: don't go to shops. No,
0: don't go to shops right now. Um, it is available to rent, I think, on... The Big Bad Bezos website. It's worth it. For like £2.50. Shall I have a look? I don't think it's particularly expensive, but it is it is worth it. It's a good movie night, Phil.
1: I'll have a look. Uh, Matchstick Men is available to rent or buy on Amazon, Apple TV, Google Play, The Sky Store, Chili, Microsoft Store, or YouTube for 3 49 to rent or 7 99 to buy. It's well worth it.
0: Yeah, I'd pay three
1: fifty. A 50 particularly, yeah. If you've got a little code or something maybe. It's worth it even more so.
0: Like you, they do um Google surveys for three P time. Yeah, you can
1: Offer you can offer your details to Google without them taking them away from you without your consent. <laughs> and they give you pennies for it occasionally. Um anyway, yes, yeah, well worth watch. Watch it, come back and we'll talk about the spoilers.
0: And if you don't come back, we're going to watch The crudes next time. Love you anyway. Bye. Bye.
1: Okay, what do you want to say?
0: Okay, spoiler time. I fucking called it from the beginning! I knew it! And you kept trying to put me off. You made me think I was fucking going absolutely off my head bananas. And I was right. I was 100% right this entire time.
1: Yeah, so you guessed the, 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 the fact the that... The, the big twist. Right the big twist is that end. Alison Loman isn't Nicolas Cage's daughter. Sam Rockwell is playing a big con to get Nicolas Cage's big money, deposit box money.
0: Along with Nicolas Cage's therapist, who I immediately knew was not a therapist. Yeah. Because that is not how you talk to someone, first of all. And second of all... Your therapist is not going to call your ex-wife for you. Who the fuck do you think? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, because you turned it around, I was like, oh, well, no. Okay, he's looking at me like I'm an idiot. So this can't be the con. So maybe the writer's just never fucking been to therapy or has any idea what therapy should look like.
1: I think it's more clever than that. I think... That all of the big clues that this is a con,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. a big con, come in that first 30 minutes. Okay. And then the next hour, the con plays out as planned, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and the people act pretty much like they would, like therapists, like children. Well, no. And then, when the reveal comes... You're like, oh, all that shit from the first half hour where I was going, that person's weird and suspicious. Mm. That person, particularly with uh, with the daughter.
0: Yeah, because she spends the whole time going, oh, uh, no, don't, don't, my mum won't want to see you. She doesn't know I'm here, or that kind of shit. She's very anxious for Nicolas Cage not to go to his ex-wife's house.
1: Yeah, not to call mum. Or mom. to
0: speak directly to the ex-wife. Yeah. Which kind of works for him because... He had trouble.
1: He didn't want talking to, to her, yeah.
0: and the therapist knew that, and therefore, fake daughter knew that, mm-hmm. and therefore, Sam Rockwell knew that, mm-hmm. and they could set up. They could continue Big Con. Yes, I liked it. It was good.
1: It's it was a good. It's a good. It's a good little twist. Yeah. So,
0: but I called it. I'm just saying. Uh, give me a medal, please.
1: So when they, this is based on a book. Yes and when the first uh, script was being made mm-hmm. they left that twist out and they oh. just played it straight because they felt like as um they felt like the audience wouldn't like to see their hero nicolas cage mm. sort of left destitute and without any money is Be- that
0: why the last scene at the end
1: that's why that's added in so that's not in the book in the oh. book he just loses all his money and that's that's it. I
0: mean, yes, he was the main character. He was also a con artist who but of his own admission, yeah. cons lonely people.
1: Yeah. Fat people, I believe uh, yeah. was the words. It lonely, sad, fat, gullible people.
0: Yeah. Like he knows it's not a good thing, so the karma was gonna get him in the end.
1: But also he's like, I'm never I'm never violent. Like we never Yes, but
0: he does take money from people who oh, can't yeah. necessarily But
1: we him. always see him as a nice sort of Charming con man, which yes. isn't a thing and doesn't exist, but this is movie land, and yeah. you know, we, we do root for him as a character,
0: yeah, he's fairly sympathetic,
1: yes, exactly. So, I think they left that out on purpose so that because they wanted to create a sympathetic film,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because as well as being a con film, it is a sort of a relationship drama, yeah. And then Ridley Scott was like, nah, you gotta have that twist, yeah, that's the, the fun twist. bit, that's the fun yeah, exactly. bit. Uh, well done, you know. Scott. so he puts that back in and then also adds in the scene at the end so oh, okay because i
0: hated that scene at the end so that you feel honestly. a
1: little bit of um oh what that him <clears> in the <throat> carpet store living in so the life.
0: end after his money's gone nicholas cage is working in a carpet store yes makes sense he, he gets to do the sales part of the con without actually conning anyone yeah it's a good fit for a con yeah artist, con, uh, right? sales
1: cons and sales, sales are job, basically right? the same thing yeah
0: mm-hmm. But then fake daughter comes in with a new boyfriend yes. to buy a carpet yes. for their new apartment. And they have this whole, oh, but we had a good time, didn't we? Like acting yeah. like father and daughter. And it's so weird and cringy. And I just went, I don't need this. I don't need this. I just need to see Nicolas Cage sort of doing his normal shit. And just a slow fade to black, bleak. This came back to bite you, and you deserved it. Oh, you that's see, what I need. I
1: feel like you should have had um Nicholas Cage in his carpet job,
0: mm.
1: and um
0: Sam Rockwell comes in and, is like, and well, lost the money, man, lost the money
1: Oh well, Alison Loman comes in, but he just doesn't he just quietly like keeps his head down mm. like doesn't doesn't want to really interact with it, and yeah. then goes home to his nice wife, cashier yeah. lady. That was done. Oh, yeah. I didn't dislike the ending as much as you at all. No, I um, didn't
0: I didn't dislike it. I just didn't need it. The only thing I needed it for was for the new girlfriend yes. who's pregnant at the end of the
1: film. The cashier. Who's
0: already looks like at least four or five months pregnant yeah, a Nicolas year Cage into was... that relationship. Like, he's not wasting he's time. He's quick. Bearing in mind, the most they've done is shake hands at this point and said, like, five words to each other. Yeah, he goes to this checkout, so much the same checkout Sean. every day, to buy his tuna every day.
1: To buy his tuna,
0: and that was the only thing I needed resolved because I was like, so they're setting up a potential relationship here. Yeah, and then we just don't hear from her because they have to resolve the con. Mm. That was the only thing I needed that scene for. And there you go. I didn't you got it. need Alison Lohman to be there.
1: So with Alison Lohman, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, during the majority of the film, she is playing a fourteen-year-old girl.
0: Oh yeah, I mean uh, what what is she at this point like 20? And
1: then at the end of the film you see that she's an adult or yeah. at least a young adult. Yeah, she was I think about 22, 23 at that this point. That makes sense. Cuz there are she...
0: points where it's fe- where you can go uh, that's a that's like a 16, Yeah, she
1: does old. seem like a genuinely like a 16 year old girl. But obviously there
0: are points where you can tell she's older than that.
1: So um at this point when she went into audition for the film, mm-hmm. she dressed up as like a fourteen-year-old girl, and and just played fourteen for the whole of her audition, and it wasn't until when she was cast mm. that Ridley Scott was like made aware that she was actually
0: oh wow an
1: older like as you know a young adult or an yeah. older you know like she was in her twenties mm-hmm. because he was like yeah. You just thought she was a, a young girl. Because she's very convincing. Like, you <laughs> yeah. do think she's probably, you think... She's, she's a good, really good at the mannerisms. She's a, she's a good actress for... You probably don't think she's 14. You probably think, no, maybe she's 16, 17. Mm. But you think, fuck, she's good. Like, mm. you know, those sequences where she's sort of, uh, you know, not, not having a tantrum, but like, you know, getting mm. really emotional and, and, and getting angry. She's fantastic.
0: Yeah, really good.
1: Yeah.
0: Well done. If you're
1: listening. Yes. <laughs> Let's get some Amazon reviews from my co-host in the studio, Chelsea. Over to you, Chelsea.
0: Thank you, Callum. Um so it's rated four point five stars.
1: That's a that's a nice
0: that's a nice That's a nice that is a nice, that's a, that's a nice a spicy review. People. Um all of the one-star reviews, of which I only saw three. One was in Japanese. Okay. I don't read Japanese.
1: No, sorry. me neither.
0: Um, the other two were about the disc being scratched and not being able to return it. So that's that's, that's a, Bezos that's, for you. That's
1: a fair one-star one, one review.
0: That's Bezos for you. I have some two-stars.
1: You take your money. You don't take your disc back.
0: Amazon customer. Uh, a nice personalized name there yep there's two stars this was in june 2017 cheesy story ruins con artist film starts off as an interesting movie about con artists but then becomes a mushy father daughter story is really cheesy some of the cons they don't some of the cons they do don't quick make sense it's end strongly but a too little too
1: late. Oh, I disagree. I think that's the highlight of the film is the fact that it's the combination, you know, the the yeah. fact that they balance that balance really well.
0: They do balance that balance.
1: Yeah, I think that's the highlight. I disagree, but hey, okay. each to their own.
0: Fuck you, Amazon customer, Scott T.
1: That's what Bezos says when he goes to this, <laughs> when he sees the money trickling.
0: Every time he gets a new billion. Fuck you, Amazon customer. Yeah. Scott T mm-hmm. says two stars. Cage's forced performance let down what might have been an engaging film. Oh, okay.
1: I disagree. Yeah. You're right. For
0: wrong. once, I'm kind of looking at it and going, wow. The people who write things on the internet don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's
1: almost like people who leave reviews are fucking idiots.
0: Wow. That was rude. What? Have you never never left a review? I
1: don't. Maybe a handful of times.
0: Actually, I don't think I've ever left a negative review, to be fair. I've
1: left one negative review. I know of it. It was when we went to Alton Towers and then afterwards we went to get dinner at a Hungry Horse pub. Oh,
0: because everywhere was closed because it was a bank Bank holiday. holiday.
1: And we got a plate of nachos and a salad. And, and it, it took, took so an hour long. and a half, and then when it came, like the nachos were cold, and then they said, "Oh, we can give you free dessert," and we went fine. And then dessert took an hour, <laughs> and I <laughs> just went, bad. "Fuck this shit," and left. And it, and it was one of those things where because I used Google to find it, so Google went, "Would you like to leave a review?" And I was like, "Yes, I would."
0: <laughs> 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 and I Every left a review. Keyboard warrior. Wow. I don't know, man. I don't know what to do with this information.
1: Anyway. Let's... Scott
0: T. Do you want to find out what Scott T. Yes. Has to say? Yes. Yes? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Christ. Poor Sam Rockwell does about as well as his talent allows against the massively exaggerated neurotic Nicolas Cage. I thought he was poor to the point of unwatchable. And I would disagree because this is... May Not the first time, but this is one of the few times I've gone, yeah, he was he was fun to watch. He was good to watch, I believed, what he was selling to me. And
1: also, this is one of the few times where I've seen OCD portrayed in a film where it's actually, well, not, it's never expressively said that it's OCD. Mm-hmm. We've said this a few times. It's never express, it, it. it's clearly meant to be something along those lines, but mm-hmm. it's never expressively said that that's what he's got. He's got
0: some kind of compulsion.
1: But it's the one time where I've seen an OCD style or like condition portrayed mm. in such a genuinely, like, um, sort of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Debilitating way? Yeah, it's, it's not just
0: someone who washes their hands twice a day, as if that's...
1: Yeah, it's not, like, just some sort of bullshit that that that's a bit of an inconvenience like it fucks with this man's life considerably yeah. and i think there's got to be it takes something it quite
0: t- seriously yeah
1: i think that's i think that's, it's not
0: just someone who goes uh-huh, uh-huh. i have to i have to um i have to clean the dishes as soon as they're done i'm so ocd yeah like,
1: like you get a lot because of people, people misuse it a lot yeah exactly and not I, I understanding
0: think, that this is something that really fucking affects people's
1: lives i think there's got to be some credit put towards that and then towards the fact that 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 Cage's performance is is large enough to betray how genuinely, like, a condition like that can fuck with your day-to-day life.
0: Yeah, but I wouldn't say it was over the top No, I wouldn't
1: at all. I I think it was pitched
0: really well. Fuck you, Scotty. What does he continue to say as if we fucking care?
1: Does he go, blah, 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 poopy, shitty opinions, blah, blah, blah?
0: (laughs) Basically. There really was no subtlety to his performance. Like he was trying too hard. I think he means too hard, but he said he was trying too hard. He's
1: trying to get a hard on.
0: <laughs> Sam Rockwell glides through his role, and I like Sam Rockwell. Yeah. I don't think this was his best performance. It was fine. Like
1: he's just not got a heck of a lot to do. Yeah, it's not a film. He's he's doing good at what he's got, but he's not got a heck of a lot because it's not about him. It's no, about. Exactly. It's more about. Cajun and daughter.
0: I feel like this is a Rockwell stan Yeah. Who saw three billboards and went, He's the best ever. I'm gonna watch all his stuff.
1: The kind of person who goes, Have you heard about Moon?
0: Have you have you have you ever heard of Edgar Wright? He's like Moon? one of my favourite directors. Have you heard of Moon I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Also uh, also Moon's really good and Edgar Moon Wright's is a great, great. director. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really, but those of kind those, of people both of those things are true but they act like you've never it's, heard of it's them. really Even tough I've heard it's,
1: of them. it's really tough to like films like that and 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 i, I love edgar wright like yeah. i i adore his films like his films are the reason i like films yeah. but the more people go on about him the more i i have to slightly distance myself from some of those people because i don't want to be that dickhead who's like Seen like 10 films, and four of them are the you know, three of them are the Cornetto trilogy, and <laughs> thinks they know all. I don't know all about films, I'm not a film buff or nerd, I just like films. That's all. yeah Have you heard of Chef? Have you heard of Chef? You heard of Chef? Have, you, have you seen Chef? Have you seen Chef? <laughs> it's directed by the Mandalorian man.
0: In jokes work really well on podcasts, yep. so I always find inside I, jokes. Um, Sam Rockwell glides through his role. But I found Cage almost impossible to like, let alone understand. Oh. The film drifts along at a leisurely pace, building the character backgrounds. We concentrate far too hard on Cage, and while we learn little of Rockwell... Yeah, it's a Rockwell stamp.
1: Yeah. He wanted it for the Rockwell. He
0: wanted it for the Rockwell. Who is far more charming and interesting...
1: I mean yeah, he's far more charming, but yeah. the point is is Nicholas Casey. He's not that interesting, that's the point of the film. Isn't meant to be that charming, at least at first. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Lowman is actually great. As if that's a surprise, and does no, give the no, film a lift. No, no, it's woman. because
1: she's a woman. She's a woman, and a, and a young woman at that. Yeah. So she's actually great.
0: They can't do great performances, women. She's have actually great. Have you heard that? Great. You have to be um, a white man over the age of forty-five to give a good performance. What well, have because you noticed? You, if you cry a tiny bit, great performance. Have you, you noticed why you there's cry. only
1: there's only one woman in the the sort of the main cast of the film? It's because women can't act if their cycles sync up, so they have to uh, keep them separate on set.
0: I just, it makes me so angry. Women watch movies too, people.
1: It's like the we same spend people money
0: on films as well. The
1: same people who are going, "Have you seen Moon? Do you know of Edgar Wright?" Mm. Are the people who are like, "Mean Girls" is actually a really good film.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs>
1: Did it's you know, fun. Do you know Tina Fey wrote it? And you're like, yes it's, yes, it's great.
0: Tina Fey's amazing. Sort your fucking shit out.
1: Yes, we know. We all, Everyone knows Mean Girls is actually a legitimately <laughs> fantastic film.
0: Also, sidebar. I can't wait to see the musical.
1: Sidebar? We've spent 20 minutes talking about this <laughs> one <laughs> review. Uh, yes, I want to okay. see Mean Girls the musical as well.
0: Loman is actually great and does give the film a lift, but Cage's initial reaction to meeting her and dealing with her staying just appears so unnatural rather than awkward, intense, and uncomfortable, which is what I'm sure is what Scott was aiming for. Obviously, a lot of people liked the film. Just, I'm not sure why. Because they know better. (laughs) A lot of people liked it, but I'm not one of those girls. I'm not one of those girls. (laughs) I'm not like all the other girls. Faisal Khan gives it five stars. The title is five stars. The review is
1: five stars.
0: Nice movie.
1: <laughs> nice movie.
0: Nice movie.
1: There you go. Yeah. To the point.
0: Yep. Uh, and finally, Serial Shopper. Five stars. Watch it. Enjoy it. Nick Cage at his best, playing the manic slash neurotic lead with more ticks than an Alabama raccoon.
1: Oh, oh no. That's that's not very tasteful.
0: Is that a phrase? Is that an actual I don't saying? Know. More d- takes than an Alabama raccoon. I'm
1: not a fan of it. Unless I, they're talking I'm not about a fan like, either. unless they're talking about like a a a a very high-graded um like quiz paper, like test paper. And it's got lots of ticks. Next no, no, to no.
0: It. Ticks without the K.
1: Then I don't like that phrase.
0: <laughs> I, I only wanted to include it because the phrase really baffled me. I've never heard that before in my me life. Me either. And I feel like Serial Shopper might have made it up. Yep. And they're trying to make it a thing. Coined trying and trying to make Fetch minted. happen. <laughs> and minted. Minted. trying to make Alabama Raccoon happen.
1: There's a street ahead there.
0: Mate, let's watch Mean Girls tonight.
1: Um, Okay, so, other than watching Mean Girls, what's our next film going to be?
0: Well, if you haven't already cut it out of earlier in the podcast, uh, we're going to watch The Croods. Because it was on telly, and I recorded it. And now I don't want it on my telly box anymore. And you want to
1: free up space for more pottery throwdown.
0: Basically. (laughs) I can't miss that pottery. They cry about plates, and it makes me really happy. It's great. It's friendly TV.
1: Cool, so the next show we'll do... We'll do the crudes. You'll um, do that
0: again when you're not burping in the middle of it.
1: Um, This is what the show is now.
0: Well, it's just you burping yeah, into microphones. Yeah, who cares? We'll see you again in about fortnight's time.
1: Bye. Bye. Don't
0: hide all your money in a ceramic bulldog because your fake daughter will find
1: it. Bye. 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 You have been listening to This Podcast is written on the back of the Declaration of Independence. If you've enjoyed the show, then maybe you could give us a subscription or a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you download your podcasts from.
0: You can also find us on all the usual social media channels as Nick Cage Pod. That's N-I-C-C-A-G-E-P-O-D. If you really enjoyed it and would like to give us the equivalent of a cup of coffee over the internet, um, you can donate a small amount to our coffee page at ko-fi.com forward slash Pod again slash N-I-C-C-A-G-E-P-O-D. Thank you very much for listening.
1: Bye! Bye!